Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. People hang Christmas lights in December. Welcome to the Factor. Welcome to the Factor, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Factor. It's the Factor. Yeah, it's the Factor. everybody i'm back this week alex your host of the fact off a weekly podcast where we each bring you a random and obscure fact and you the listener can decide the winner and it's with me as always are my two co-hosts pat and mike oh double double introduction i don't know should i talk should you talk well he, he said your name first pat so you you say your grandiose thing you're gonna say whatever you're gonna say i was gonna say i see you oh and I'm here right. too. Uh, thanks. That doesn't work on like a. What? You, the listeners can't see me do the avatar hand gesture from my forehead? Nope. No. Oh. Pat saw Avatar today. Is that really a, a saying from Avatar? Yeah. Yeah, I see. Did you. They it's in the a first one. Major saying. It's like I saying I love that you. At all. No, I don't see. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Well, really? You better remember it because it's in Avatar 2. Yeah. They see a lot of people. It's, I heard there's a big musical number in Avatar 2. Well, yeah, it's very Bollywood-esque. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that. No, welcome that fact off. Um, I'm sorry I missed last <laughs> week. I was sick, and I heard it was the worst episode of anything ever. Of anything. It was pretty good. It, like, flew by. We had fun. No one got mad. The facts were good. Alex, I actually think it's quite funny that our two-person episode was longer than a standard fact off yeah. episode because we were having moving. that much fun the, I we're keep having us that much fun like, no one wants to listen to a podcast longer than five minutes like, we did the joy killer <laughs> the only thing that uh ends our show is alex getting tired yeah and i'm tired now so well since i was gone who won last week well I, i'm busting the fact calculator back out since you're here Alex. Yeah, he didn't bring it out last week. Cause you, no, I didn't bring it out. He didn't whip it out? Nope. Nah. Uh, but I got a brand new calculator for this occasion. It's I a got two-handed a brand new calculator. one. <laughs> it's a two-hander, double-fisting over here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's like quite fast, and the result is I won. I'm Damn. the winner. Last I Mike, checked, Mike, we were tied, Mike, Mike, and I Mike, know Mike, I can't Mike. vote for myself, so I just didn't vote at all. Somebody was campaigning on Twitter to vote for him. Uh, myself. I, I campaigned about myself, and I got a vote. If you guys follow Mike on Twitter, every time he posts, there's a very funny troll that always gets him right yep. after he posts. Every time. I take him, Someone takes him down to pay. That troll gets one like from me. <laughs> yep. And I completely ignore every single one of them. <laughs> All right. Victory fact us, Mike. All right, guys, my victory fact this week is, do you guys remember how dog poop used to be white and crusty back mm-hmm. in the day, like if you saw it in a movie or something like that? Well, that was yeah. a thing of the 70s and 80s because commercial dog food had an excess of calcium. Now really? it's rare to see white dog poop. Is that why it, my poop's white? Yeah, why, why are you uh, drinking so much calcium? Somebody has to. He's right. Where's the lie? Yeah, so that's why you don't see white dog poop any longer. 
I thought it was like because yeah. uh, it was like left out or something or I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was just old. No, that's yeah. it's because of the calcium, boys. Really? <laughs> Thank is that you, why sir. my bones are white? <laughs> yes, that is why bones are white. Okay. Man, I grabbed an extra sixth fact because I thought I had a chance of winning. No. <laughs> so now it's time for Pat's fact, 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 tacular. Fact, 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 tacular. Fact, 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 tacular. Everybody. Fact, tacular. All right. Speaking of bones, did you know that one quarter of all your bones are located in your feet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I have giant bones in my feet. <laughs> All right, Mike. You're a you have a, a your dad's a pilot. You said, uh, yeah. Does he know the world's shortest commercial flight was? Probably from like Cincinnati to Dayton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, is Cincinnati in Scotland because it was in Scotland and it was one point seven miles. Uh, that's a uh, basically take off and land immediately. Yeah, I don't know. Why if do you that even could take even off? count. <laughs> It's like hover like two inches and then land again. Uh, my guess is it's probably going over like a mountain or uh, across like a, a body of water. Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, President John Tyler had 15 children. Taylor? Good for him. Tyler. No, it says Tyler. That's, that's why his uh, slogan was getting busy. It was getting busy. <laughs> it was a good slogan for a president. <laughs> we should put that on money. <laughs> In God we trust, or right next to it, getting busy. <laughs> for you. Uh, this is another one for Mike's dad. Aviation English is the language all pilots speak, no matter what their nationality is. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, we created flight. Well, I, they have sp- specific terms they use for aviation. Like, up. Down. Level. <laughs> Am I right on those, Mike? Uh, carry on. Seaboard, right? <laughs> Star- yeah, starboard. starboard. Starboard port. Starburst. Land, land ho. Do they say land ho a lot on planes? Yeah, yeah. All, all yeah, when the they time. see your mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, carry on. All right, I got one more fact. This one's for Alex. You need... 10 years of cheese making experience to become a master cheese maker. Really? I'm only at six. I know. No matter how good you are, you could be the best cheese maker in the world. You will not be a master cheese maker unless you have 10 years of experience. Which yeah, is probably I've, true of most jobs. I have more than 10 years of experience eating cheese. So, what is, what, am I a master taster? <laughs> You're a master of something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a master taster. <laughs> And those were the fast facts of the week for my fact calendar, which is dwindling down. We only have a few more weeks left. Well, it's Woo. up to whatever you get for Christmas if this carries on. If not, it's a lot more work uh, ahead of you. Well, unfortunately, I think the person who bought me this calendar doesn't listen to the podcast anymore, so they might not have heard me say, I need to but get a new calendar. <laughs> I got you for Secret Santa, and I bought you a calendar where you write in your own fact each day. Oh, I hate that. That sounds, sounds <laughs> a lot terrible. of work. Yeah. Well, no, and then because you do it, and then it circles back next year, you can read the fact you wrote each day. Oh, so that's true. So you get true. a new fact. Yeah. So two years, your facts are uh, weekly fact. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As a winner, I get to cho- choose who goes first. And since Alex missed last week, how, how do you feel? Is your 
Is your uh, fact a good one to lead off, or is yours, yours kind of a downer, Alex? My fact, quite possibly, might be the most relatable fact of all time. All right, go for it. All right. Mike, what's the one thing you like doing this holiday? Uh, getting away from people. That's the opposite, Mike. You oh. love standing under that mistletoe and waiting <laughs> for those big smooches. Yeah, he does. And I always go, kiss her once for me. <laughs> it's always awkward because you stand right behind them. Yeah. I rub my hands together like this. <laughs> yeah. Is Do you just like stand under the mistletoe and just hope that somebody like uh, attractive goes underneath it with you? Or Alex doesn't care how attractive they are. This is not a... It's not about looks. Yeah. It's about getting those kisses. Mm, okay. He, he has a belt, uh, a belt, uh, what are they called? <laughs> In a belt with a mistletoe. <laughs> belt buckle. Wow. Why can't I? I cannot think today. My brain is completely mush as they're sitting through Avatar 2. Yeah. No, I just like to be loved this time of year. So, why do we kiss under the mistletoe? Because of the song Holly Jolly Christmas. Yep, that's it. Back at it. Mike, you're back. Oh, all right. Let's oh, no. Uh, oh. But first, what is mistletoe? It's a plant. It was a parasitic plant. Know what that means? There's parasites in it. It's a parasite. So what it is, is the birds eat the berries of the mistletoe. And then they spit them out or poop. I don't know. Um, And then they drop them on tree limbs. And the mistletoes, they're not really roots, but they stick into the tree. And they suck out the water and nutrients. And that's how they survive. So they grow onto other plants. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought I thought that was just like a cool fact in general. I didn't know there was any actual plants like that. I'm sure so, there's plenty. Yeah. So the earliest like history of us using mistletoe or people using mistletoe goes all the way back to the Druids. They believed that mistletoe had high healing properties because uh, mistletoe flourished in the winter, like because it was living off a tree, like it grew during the harsh winters. Oh, so that's why it's a winter plant. So yeah, are are the but berries where are the edible? Birds? Yeah, where are the birds the, at? Birds, the uh, berries are not edible. Okay, They're kind of poisonous. They, I don't know if birds can just handle them in bed. Or I didn't handle it, but they can cause like nausea, nausea and vomiting and stuff like that. You shouldn't eat the berries. They're not wait. You should eat. But they believe that it could. It was like a magical thing. So when the berries would grow, the jurors would pick them, and then they would have. Like a ceremony, because they believe that mistletoe berries can cure uh, infertility. So they would sacrifice two white bulls in the hope that the berries and the elixir would cure infertilities in people and animals. That's how we kind of got this done there. So would they they drink the berries in the blood, or is it just like they just... I didn't look too much into the. Uh, it's just too frightening. So, I, I yeah. know you were probably. Alex scared. has a safe search on his computer, yeah. so he can't actually look in too deep into this. I all my whole, all my facts come from Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. What's um, today's letter? Yeah, P. <laughs> For poinsettia. Um. So and then it goes back to the the Greeks and the Romans had a holiday called Saturnalia. Which was a winter holiday. Oh, is that what uh, Christmas is from? Yeah, so a lot of the Christmas traditions come from there. It was a big holiday with feasts 
and wreaths and candles. Like people would gather and they, the Greeks would say they would kiss on the mistletoe there. And the Romans had a tradition of signing peace treaties on the mistletoe because it was seen as a plant of love and peace. Actually, yeah, Saturnalia right. actually sounds better than Christmas. I think we should just bring that back. It's from the gods, about, uh, it's a tribute to the god Saturn. And uh, it's also a planet, which is like, it's, I can see that god. But Put they the see, Saturn back in Saturnalia. <laughs> um, but that was, they said, I kind of skimmed it, but they think the Pope in like the 300s and all, that's when they moved Christmas because they didn't know when Jesus was actually born. They put... They take over like the holiday, which we did with a lot of pagan holidays. Yeah, so that's how you adapt. That's how you bring people in. It's a lot easier to take a holiday than to create a new one, though. And just or just cancel someone's holiday. Yeah. Hey, we're taking tell, over, and your party holiday is done. Tell that to Independence Day, Mike. Um, and Labor Day, and Memorial Day, <laughs> and I'm Veterans already, Day. I'm shouting out right now, like. And Thanksgiving. Take that. Take that, America holidays. is the best at creating holidays. The best. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Suck it other bullet. places. Is that your um, fact for the week? America is the best at making up holidays. Yeah. Arbor so, Day. <laughs> um, so another big thing with the lore of mistletoe being about love goes to Norse, Norse mytho- mythology. There was a guy named the name of Baldur. Baldur. Oh, yeah. Um, he was like having heavy dreams, and he had dreams of him dying, and he didn't want to die, so he was scared. Very relatable. So nat- naturally, his mom Frigg, who is Odin's wife, went to everything in the world—animals, plants, rocks, everything. It's like, hey, hey, can you guys promise not to hurt or kill my son? And everything was like, yeah, that's cool. We're fine. We don't, we don't want to hurt him. He's cool. So. She didn't go to one thing. She didn't go to mistletoe. But no one knew this. So the Norse, Norse gods had a game of, let's just throw shit at Baldur and you can't hurt him. But there was one god. <laughs> let's throw stuff at him. That is a pretty fun game. <laughs> yeah. Let's hurt him. Can we play that when you're home for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you one, can't hurt me. I'm Alex. <laughs> there was one god who liked to cause trouble and mischief. You might have heard of him. Loki. No, not uh, ringing a bell. Yep, Loki, he was, like, he was like, ah, I don't like this, that this guy can't die, and people like him, you see, everybody loves him and all. So he, he figured out that she didn't go to Mistletoe. Mistletoe could still hurt him. So he made, some say his arrow, some say his spear, and he, like, made it out of Mistletoe, or put Mistletoe in the front of it. And then he went to the blind god, Hathor. He's like, hey, how come you never throw any or th- uh, do any th- throw anything at Boulder? And he's like, because I'm blind. I don't know where he's at. He's like, oh, I'll show you. And he gave him the spear. And he threw it. And he killed him. And he died. And Frigg was the god of love and uh, fertility. He was so upset that she cried. And that's what they said made the mistletoe berries. And she agreed that she, one legend has it that um, that the mistletoe would never be used to harm anybody again, and that if you hung mistletoe and you stand under it, she would give you a kiss. I've been so, waiting ever since. Yeah. So no one knows actually how it got to be around Christmas, like uh, with Christmas. The earliest mention of people using it in Christmas celebrations comes from like the 1700s in England. 
And it was just like, oh, they had mis- they used to have like a kiss- kissing ball thing I was trying to read about, and like mistletoe <laughs> was hung there. But it was like a tradition of like, oh, if there's a mistletoe and a young girl's underneath it, and you get her, ask, if you ask to kiss her, <laughs> and she said yes, you would kiss her, and then you would take a berry off the mistletoe, and then once all <laughs> the berries gone, that mistletoe cannot be used anymore. Okay, so you want to get a mistletoe with lots and lots of berries, and also it makes sense that. Europeans would be the one to be kissing a lot because you know we all everybody knows Europeans love to kiss. Yep. And Is that Mike's fact this week? Yep. And if they said no, the uh, if the young lady said no, she wouldn't marry for at least a year, and you would be Ooh. bad luck and most likely end up as an old maid. Wow, Damn. that's, that's like really nagging. putting her. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it was in a couple songs and Dickens wrote about it, and it's kind of. Stay part of the tradition. You better kiss me or you're going to be cursed. What'd you call it? So my name of my fact is, meet me under that mistletoe. You're already married. Yeah, but I still want to meet. <laughs> he, he only meets Jin under the mistletoe. That's true. All right. Uh, I'll go. I like being sandwiched between you two. So yeah, I'm going to go next. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, everybody who has listened to the show knows the lore that I like. When I win, I like to go between. Everybody knows yeah. in the canon of the deep lore of the fact of. Everybody knows. Uh, Mike forged, Mike's facts are forged in the lore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, lemmings. Do you guys know what a lemming is? Wait, this was part of our fact last week. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> I, I promised I would elaborate on last week's little fact, and uh, I brought it in today. Ooh. I'm excited. But but do you guys know what a lemming is? I Something that kills no. itself, right? Oh, I, I forget. say no, but You I'm mentioned no it last now. week, and you said it was not true. Well, they're like a small, kind of cute. Well, I, I'm not going to say kind of cute. They are freaking cute. Uh, they're that's, like a, a shor- that's your opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion. They're a short-tailed vole. That's kind of like a mouse-like creature. Uh, they're round, fluffy, and they're native to the tundra, which is like a cold climate type area. You're describing me. What? You yeah. are. You are a cold climate area. <laughs> yeah. Alex, last week you were like a monkey. That's true. A, per- a perfect animal. <laughs> I am the perfect animal. Yeah, thank you. Uh, see, if you would have listened to the show, <laughs> <You're> welcome, Mike. <laughs> you would have known that we considered you the perfect animal. We did. I, oh yeah, <laughs> I did get somebody sent me a clip. Okay, he is a perfect animal. But have uh, go, get moving back on to the fact. Have you guys heard the expression "Don't be a lemming"? I heard "Don't be yes. a lemon." Uh, oh. Basically, the saying—I don't know if the saying's used much anymore—but it means to not foolishly follow a crowd. Um, so, I mean, nowadays people say, "Don't if your friend jumped off a cliff, would you, <laughs> would you jump off a cliff as well?" Kind of the same idea, same concept of "Don't be a." So, lemming. would you? No, I, I don't know why mothers come up with such a, <laughs> such a thing. Like, <laughs> of course not. Uh, well, it depends. Like, you don't know how big. Like, if your friend jumped off a bridge, yeah, but like, did he survive? And then, like, it's really fun. It, like, yeah. you, there's, you need more information. Yeah, what if this is like a ten foot high bridge into like a like a river? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Come on, um, moms. Yeah, moms know nothing. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not. Con- 
<laughs> I do not second that opinion. Mike just lost all the mom vote. <laughs> all right, moms. Moms know a little. So where does this idea come from, that uh, don't be a limbing idea? So it comes from Disney's 1958 nature documentary. We all know Disney loves making nature documentaries. Yeah, they're good at it. Well, there's one in particular in 1958 called The White Wilderness. And Ooh, was it about me? Yeah, well, you're white, and I lived in the wilderness during that time. You did. Um, you didn't say you were born in 1958, though, which I, is no. very surprising. I wasn't at born that year. Okay. Wow. I was living during that period, but so I wasn't born that year. Very defensive. Folks yeah. at home can mark off on their list of years that Alex most certainly was not born in 1958. So that's one year. That you can attest that Alex was not born in. So let us live on in fact. Yeah, let us live on in fact off infamy. So yeah, all right. Well, in the White Wilderness, there was a scene that portrayed lemmings committing mass suicide by running off a cliff into like a river or like a uh, a sea. I thought they were drinking small cups of Kool Aid. <laughs> they all had like the same white sneakers on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the limp, and the movie goes on to explain that lemmings give into this compulsion every seven to ten years in order to combat overpopulation. Really, the scene dramatically ends with uh, many lemming bodies washing up ashore, and it's kind of like a tragic-looking scene. Uh, what a but fun it, movie, Disney. Yeah. You know Disney likes to show like dramatic scenes in their in their stuff, but yeah, there was this one time this guy got trapped in a cave with a monkey in a flying carpet, and there was no way out. But luckily, he had this magical lamp, and the genie came out, and he was able to get out. But it's that was scary. <laughs> that was not a nature documentary. That was a cartoon. Um, but back to my do- documentary, it was all staged. Really? Oh, really? What? Why would they yeah. make that up? The reality is actually really sickening. Um, so here's how the lies begin. So the documentary was filmed in Alberta, Canada, and lemmings are not even native to that part of the country. They actually imported a few dozen for the film, and uh, they, the lemmings themselves were actually reportedly uh, purchased from Inuit children. So they took <laughs> possibly... Inuit children's uh, pets. pets, yeah, which is like despicable. Like the fifties were kind of uh, kind of a corrupt period of time. I feel like, but like, what do they get? Just record something that's actually happening. There's so much that happens in nature. You can't just go record it. You have to like, eh, let's just make up some facts and kill yeah, a bunch kind of, of infuriating lemmings. a little bit. Um, kind of. So, so how that's they recreated awful. this scene was they built a snow-covered Lazy Susan-like platform that spun. Okay. And they put all the lemmings on the platform so it made it look like, and they zoomed in pretty close, so it made it look like the lemmings were all traveling together as like a migration troop of, like a group. I don't know what you call a group of lemmings. Um, uh, a large group of lemmings. <laughs> yeah. I know a group of... Uh, hippos are called a bloat, um, but I don't know. I don't know what you would call a group of lemmings. I said it's a large. 
Okay, we'll go for, with that. Um, then the lemmings were chucked into the river for effect. To dr- and then they were drowned in mass. So they oh my God. purposely the chucked Disney them off screen into the river. Yeah, the Disney, the documentary chucked this these is- <laughs> lemmings and drowned them to, for the effect of the this movie. This is the first bad thing I've ever heard Disney ever do. But I also <laughs> never read any articles that come out against. There's there's been a lot of like animal rights issues like in the pa- like older movies and like that sort of thing. Um. <laughs> What a weird thing. We I need know. another fact for a documentary. Well, let's just kill a bunch of rodents and say just they did it to ta- themselves. Toss these lemons out, you know, it, it, it'd it be great. And and that's what propagated this idea that lemmings all commit suicide together. And that's where, where we get the saying, uh, don't be a lemming. But there is a kernel of truth, a small kernel of truth to this uh, lemming story. So lemmings do complete a dispersal when their food run source runs out because they live in the tundra where it's really cold. There's not a lot of food source. So what's the dispersal? They all go out in different air, you know, in different directions okay. looking for food. So they disperse. Um, it's been fun guys. I'm heading that way. <laughs> yeah. And they do swim and they swim across large bodies of water in search of food sources. And sometimes uh, they will drown in the process of swimming across these bodies of water because they have very thick fur, but if the water gets to their skin, they, they freeze to death and, and die. Man, this is, this is like the saddest fact, Mike. Yeah. And, and then, this is pretty rare, but sometimes there is overpopulation in nature, which is a fact. This happens with every species. And Except humans. Good thing, yeah, good thing it hasn't happened to us yet. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure uh, it's going to turn out very well for us. Uh there has been instances where they have been seen to like gather at the side of a bank of a river in search of food. And then they swim across the river together and many have drowned. And you know, that's where, where people have found like piles of lemmings and maybe that's where they came to the conclusion that, Hey, these lemmings all committed suicide. So it's, they, they took a jump of a logic jump, which the in turn, so it's it's all just like um, made up for effect to make the movie more grandiose. Eh, I think they were right. All right, <laughs> it was a good. It was a good call. We got a good saying out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, got a good fact. Who's gonna prove it wrong? The fact off. No. Okay. Well, I uh, do not like this documentary, and I'm glad that they got called out for the BS. My fact is called "It's Fine to Be a Lemming." Nice. And this has been Mike's Doc Review of the Week. <laughs> it's fine. This is the my favorite died. part of the whole podcast. Alex writing down the names of the pod. <laughs> or the facts. Fine to be a lemming. Alex, did you know Mike cuts that out of the podcast? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I found out last week when I said I missed it. Because it's a bunch of scribbling nonsense. All right, who's next? So Pat is next. Uh, He's a final final boy. I'm the final boy of the week. (laughs) Um, I wanted to be the final boy. My fact is, you guys probably know this fact, but there there has to be some listeners out there that don't know about, and it's almost in line with Alex's, it's very mythological, right? The uh, greatest 
athlete in the history of sports, Wayne Gretzky. Have you ever heard of him? Never heard. Yeah, he's a hockey man. Yeah, he's the great one. Oh, okay. Yeah, number 99. That, number 99. Played for, play for the Kings, played for St. Louis for a year. Yeah. Yep. So, we are actually, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to hockey right now, but it's a very fun time because one of Wayne Gretzky's almost unthinkably unbreakable records is on the cusp of being broken by Alexander Ovechkin, who recently just scored his 800th goal. Damn, that's 800 more than me. Wait, I how, know. how old is this guy? He's up there. He's like in his, he's, I think he's like a year older than me. So he's been, he's been playing for a long time. Yes. Yeah. He's not going, I, it's, not, it's not his second season he scored 800 goals. Well, I, I, I wasn't sure. I still don't think he's played his, as many games as, as uh, Gretzky. So he's not played, one of those. So he's played fewer games than Gretzky, but he's catching up. Yeah, well, that's I, in goals. On, that's in goals. He won't catch Gretzky in points. I don't think no, no, not he won't even come close to Gretzky in points. Gretzky has so many assists. Um, so wait, many. what? Goals and points are separate? I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this. So real fast, Alexander Ovechkin has played 1,305 games, and he yeah. has 800 goals. And Wayne Gretzky finished his career at 1,487 games, and he scored 894. So. It's not one of the instances of just a guy playing forever. It'll be close. But I'm going to dive into some, like, insane... Statistically, Wayne Gretzky is just, like, he's an anomaly of skill. Like, his stats are the most absurd. So, let me go through where I was, where I left off. So, scoring 800 goals, Alexander Ovechkin is now number three all-time in the NHL in goals, behind Gordie Howe, who has 801, so... Very soon to be number two on the all-time list. And Wayne Gretzky has 894. Now, everyone thought, like, that's an unbreakable stat just because of how hard it is to score that many goals. Yeah. Um, he's also the all-time points leader in hockey with 2,857 points total, which, I don't, Mike, do you know anything about Gretzky's facts or stats? No, I, I don't follow the sport. That's one of the ones I don't really follow that much. I enjoy watching, but... So points and goals are, are different? Yeah, in hockey, you get a point for a goal and a point for an assist. So if like if I pass it to you and then you score, I get a point as well. Okay, so they're two separate... A point and a goal are two separate stats. Yeah. Yes. So you, so you should probably stat- get two points then for a goal. No. That's no, stupid. It's all just all right, I hate this part. <laughs> it's, the same right. as ba- it's the same as baseball. You get an assist, and then you get yeah. a and get your points. So here's how crazy his stats are. So he has he's number one with two thousand eight hundred fifty seven. He is nine hundred and thirty six points ahead of the second place person. Who Mark Messier? Yarmi Yager uh, finished with nineteen twenty one, and he played two hundred forty six less games than Yager. So Mike, what you were saying of like, is he just like playing a very long time, getting uh, points? Now this is. The most insane, I actually did this math. So he has his all-time assist stat, uh, 1,963 assists. Mm -hmm. If he never scored a goal in his whole career, he would still be the number one points scorer in NHL history. If he never scored a goal. That's how insane he is. So he's that, so in points, he's that far ahead of everybody, but goals, he's, he's like slightly above. Goals, he it's still 
unheard of getting 894 goals. That's why it's so remarkable that some anyone is getting close. Um, you might not get there. Yeah, there's well, no yeah, chance. It, there's like, no guarantee he gets to 894 because he still has like 90 something, 90 something more goals to make. Yeah, he needs 95 goals to break the record, and which is I, still. I don't know his age, and I don't know how many how many averages per season either. So you would probably like a good season for him would be like forty goals at this point. Yeah, so I'm um, curious so how many think like, how many seasons he has left, and if he starts, you know, diminishing. Last crazy stat to like before I get to my Wayne Gretzky fact that if Wayne Gretzky retired at the age of 28 in the NHL he would still be the all-time points leader in the NHL. <laughs> That's how insane he is. He scored 1,922 points in 814 games by did the time he, he was 28. Did he old. start pretty young, or is he that great? I'm, I'm so glad you asked, because that leads me to my fact. Okay. So, uh, he was a prodigy. He was tearing up the juniors, and at 17 years old, he wanted to stop playing again. Like he was scoring like 160 goals a season. He was just playing against a bunch of children, even though he was also a child. And he wanted to step up to the next level. Unfortunately, the NHL had a rule that you could not play in the NHL unless you were 20 years old. And this was 1979, 1978. So he would have to wait three more years just playing against the same kids over and over again. So, and I didn't know that, Alex. Did you know what uh, Gretzky did before the NHL? Played juniors? No, he played for the rival uh, league uh, against the NHL. The UHL? The, UHL, the w- WHL? The WHA. Oh, you're so close. The World Hockey Association. And they were actually like like the one of the very few actual competitors for the NHL. It was around from 1972 to 1979. And they were a few of their tactics where they paid better than the NHL. Yeah. So they would steal players. And then they would also get, they had a, a much younger uh, age limit so they could get younger stars to come to them first. So Wayne Gretzky would join at 17 years old, the WHA becoming a professional player playing for the Indiana Racers slash the Edmonton Oilers. A year later, the WHA was folded into the NHL, and that's where the Edmonton Oilers showed up. Yeah. Now, Gretzky, the NHL, they bought, they brought in the four teams. They also changed the minimum age to 19. So, but and he still wasn't 19 at the time. He got grandfathered in. That's what I was going to say. Did he team. get grandfathered yeah. in because of this league? And I'm about to get to the end of my fact, which I think is insane, is that he would go on to have the most goals scored by a rookie. Or not most goals. I think it might be most goals, but I'm pretty sure it's the most points ever by a rookie in a season in NHL history. And he did not win Rookie of the Year. Well, who beat him? I didn't even look it up. I was so upset when I read this stat. (laughs) Wayne Gretzky, the greatest NHL player in the history of the world, had the greatest rookie season in the history of the NHL, did not win Rookie of the Year because... He was a professional the year before in a WHA. Yeah, I was going to say probably because he was so young and he already played. Yeah, because he played that one year in the WHA, it's the one thing he will never have. So there's so many people that can say that they have an award that he doesn't. 
Um, because he has, ev- I'm sure he has every other award award imaginable. Yeah, yeah, he's won like countless MVPs. You know, countless playoff MVPs. He has every statistical stat you could think of. Does he have a Wayne man Gretzky- of the year award from like Time Magazine or no, People he has Magazine a- or whatever they call it? <laughs> Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll um, so the gri- so my fact is this is and it's just like he has so many crazy stats. I found out today that Wayne Gretzky never won Rookie of the Year, so it's the greatest rookie to never play. Is the name of my fact. So would you the say he dominated rookie. his sport more than Tom Brady or Michael Jordan dominated their sports? Yes, statistically, yes. Okay. He only won four Stanley Cups. Um, he didn't do like the three peats. He didn't win the most Super Bowls ever. I will say Tom Brady, he has more Super Bowls in any franchise, which is pretty insane. Yeah, that that is a and what, pretty insane stat. And Jordan's statistically and how dominant he was is pretty insane. But from a no one's ever gonna touch this stat. Mm-hmm. The point stat is that's gonna that's a unbreak. You know uh, what do they say? Records are made to be broken. I'm going to say it's right here on the fact difficult. Off. Yeah, we might go another 100 years before we go across another Wayne Gretzky. I'll well, no it. one, no one's ever had 200 points in a season except for Gretzky, and he did it like three times. I thought, I thought Lemieux did. Lemieux had a season where he scored 199. Could you imagine how frustrating that would be? Yeah. <laughs> if you had a season and you're like, I'm going to score 200 points. No one's ever, only one person's ever done this before. And then you finish, like... Don't you think the other team should let you score a goal at the end of the game, like the last game of the season? It's not, he's Just not going to make a wish, kid. He's a, 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 yeah, they're do you not going to give about it to him. Do you know anything about Mario Lemieux? No. Oh, he uh, missed most of his career for uh, battling cancer. So, Oh, damn. <laughs> I d- well, maybe they should have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just let, let the cancer guy do it. I think yeah. Lemieux would have came close. Uh, yeah, he probably would have came close. I still don't think he would have. People are always arguing Lemieux could have broken it, but they played at the same time. Like anyway, so my the my fact is the greatest rookie season, the greatest rookie to never play, Wayne Gretzky. All right, there you have it, folks. Our three facts for today are: it's fine to be a lemming, the greatest rookie to never play, and meet me under that mistletoe. Uh. You can vote in the show notes. There's a link. Just click that. Or you can go to factoffpodcast.com and you can vote there. Uh, rate and review us on all the socials. Oh, no. Rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. You can podcast. rate us on the socials, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, like. Hot or follow- not, though. <laughs> yeah. Like and follow us on all the socials except for TikTok. <laughs> Mike refuses to put out a TikTok. Really, the only social I care about or use is Twitter. So occasionally I'll do f- uh, Facebook and Instagram, but I'm not even uh, wasting my time with Mark Zuckerberg. I don't, I don't know why you're on Twitter when you keep getting trolled so hard, Mike. No, Mike just cares about free speech. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are taking the next two weeks off. Yeah. We'll be back in the new year. Alex is planning on being sick for two weeks. I have I celebrate a holiday in December that I'm going to visit family for. So I won't be around to record. <laughs> Boxing Day. <laughs> Boxing Day it is. Um but everybody have a happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, it doesn't matter. Just have a good time. <laughs> be safe, everyone. Bye. Practice six safe sex. <laughs> Please put that in.